Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by SoundCloud Studios. Visit our line at soundcloudstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundCloud Studios is the answer. SoundCloud Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at soundcloudstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international war ring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson's has garnered great reviews and Eve 11 endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for Girls Missing by Mia Molson's available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com and over 30 podcast platforms, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, and more. Coming soon to HamiltonRadio.net every Thursday night at 9. And don't forget to take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. For great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia. Check it out today. Also, support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com at the Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with two terrific gentlemen, and there are actually three offers, authors, and one is um, will be with us uh Today here on the Mike Widener Show, they're all seasoned veterans in the L.A. creative community, and they come from culturally rich uh, minority backgrounds, two are DJs, and one is a dancer, and they're all connected through mutual love of EDM. We'll talk about that, and we have a gentleman who's a founder of uh, Catapult World, and the other is a DJ producer born in East L.A., and of course, um, we have a gentleman uh, who won't be with us. He was born in the Philippines, raised in Santa Ana. He's also a dancer, and they have a new book, which is uh, about a struggling DJ in his 20s, searching for love, but far beyond reach, and uh, would be his career or would be the love. We'll talk about that. It's called Love Hurts. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Los Angeles, we have the uh, authors of um, the book Love Hurts. Ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented Kevin Flores and Aaron Mostow. Guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having us. And Aaron, it's great to have you on board as well. Thank you for having us. We're stoked to be here. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and Aaron, it's okay if you just say something too, so don't worry, okay? so <laughs> Whatever and, uh, Kev says, I'm just going to copy him. Oh, please don't do that. It's like, come on, be a little creative here. But anyway, we're, we're, here, we're here to talk about your book, uh, Love Hurts, but uh, let's talk about you guys as seasoned veterans in the L.A. creative community. You come from culturally rich uh, minority backgrounds. And, um, and of course, uh, Aaron, you're a founder of Catapult World. And uh, Kevin, you're a DJ producer born in East L.A. And your partner, Rodolfo, who's not with us, born in the Philippines and raised in Santa Ana, California, is also a dancer. And of course, you guys uh, have a mutual love for EDM. We'll talk about how you guys came together. Your new book talks about a struggling DJ named Taj in his 20s, 
searching for love, but far beyond reach, live in a shadow of a family, and um, later meet a, a wonderful lady in a mesmerizing encounter. But then things happen. We'll talk about the book and what can we learn from it. And before getting all that, guys, uh, tell us how it first got started. It first got started uh, about 10 years ago. We were brainstorming an idea. Uh, this was at the time my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer and I was going through a tumultuous time and very emotional. And, um, you know, I had this concept that I presented to Kevin and Rodolfo about a, a struggling DJ who, you know, find, discovers this frequency that starts healing his mother. Um, and, you know, after some fine tuning, we just decided to take that concept and actually go into a more positive comedic route. Um, at the same time, my mom was healing from her cancer. So we, we made it more about a, a, a struggling DJ who discovers the love frequency and, mm. and how his career takes off from there. And that's how it came to be. We, we wrote the movie script uh, first. A few years later, uh, we started thinking about and strategizing the next play would be to write the book, an audio book, an ebook, And here we are. Mm, that's certainly amazing. And Kevin, you can also put your uh, two cents as well, too, about um, collaboration and a uh, lo little bit about the book, too. Yeah, it all happened uh, really organically. We were uh, sitting around one evening and as Aaron said, he shared the story uh, about his mother and the idea he, that sprung from, from that crisis. And um, yeah, we just started recording on the iPhone once we started kind of shooting ideas out and we were just kind of going back and forth, putting dialogue of what, what this character could say and what would their, their reaction be. And it just kind of unfolded. We had a beginning, middle and end. Uh, Aaron learned final draft and started putting all those hours of audio into a cohesive uh, piece of work that we could build off of. Hmm. That's rather interesting. You can do things off the iPhone and everything else. And uh, how'd you three uh, all first came together? Well, we've known each other. Ke Kevin and I have known each other for over 15 years um, through the music industry, through music production. And I met him at the Musicians Institute uh, while he was uh, in a recording session. And I met Rodolfo. Uh, man, it's been... 20, 25 years. Wow. It's been very long. We met him. Uh, I met him sneaking into electronic music rave uh, festivals when I was young. <laughs> we couldn't afford getting in. We would sneak in. We would find ourselves on the opposite side of uh, the dance circle, break dancing. And I would see this guy, Rodolfo, um, progressing constantly at events. And I was like, is this guy copying my moves? Because we had similar moves. And huh. we, we just constantly... Um, saw each other progressing and had mutual respect for each other's style until one day I was like, Hey, we're both getting progressing as dancers. Why don't we form a crew and have more power in numbers? And later we started coming up with concepts for movies and TV. And here we are. Hmm. That's really interesting. And uh, Kevin, how about your take on it? Yeah. Rodolfo is actually my eldest son's uh, uncle. Oh, wow. So, so that's our connection. Um, and Aaron and I, we've known each other for probably over 15 years. Uh, like he said, we met at Musicians Institute. Um, we began collaborating. He was doing hip hop music. Uh, he was also uh, running a clothing line. 
and it was really uh, urban and hip hop inspired. So he'd always be hooking us up and um, yeah, just kept growing the collaboration. And here we are now uh, promoting a book. Hmm. That's rather interesting as well, too. And let's get to Aaron here about uh, you being a founder of Catapult World and more. And, uh, you know, tell us, tell us how you uh, founded Catapult World. And uh, also, first of all, tell us how you got started in the uh, business. Catapult World, I founded Catapult World, I think, 2015 or 2014. But we've been developing content since 1998, 99. Um, Catapult World is a creative agency. Uh, and content creation production company. We specialize in content, uh, marketing, as well as creative direction. And um, I got I got it involved with creativity at, at a, the young age of maybe four or five when my grandmother started introducing me to different forms and mediums of art, from painting to journaling, script of uh, um, from from clay to uh, stained glass. She, she taught me everything. She let me paint on t-shirts when I was really young. Nice. And, and I, as I got older, I, I became a little more passionate about creative writing and music production. And that's kind of how it slowly came to be. Mm -hmm. And what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? You know, it was, it was a stream of many years of just being present with creativity and art and embracing the fact, acknowledging I was aware of uh, my love and passion for art. And, and over years, it, it just grew and grew. And it's, and it's something that I could never deny. Hmm. I know what, it's my, my it's, I know it's my purpose here on, on earth is to be creative and, and spread uh, joy through creativity. Mm -hmm. And who are some of your favorite artists and also some of your, like, you others like singers, performers and everything. Who are some of your um, influences that you uh, grew up with? I think a lot of my influences would be painters like Picasso, who was going against the norm at the time with his abstract style and um, a, a very trendsetter. Same with Salvador Dali. Um, also pro beat producers in, in, in the hip hop industry like Dr. Dre was a heavy in influence on me. Um, there's so many different people. I would say a lot of family members, including my mother and, and her battle with cancer was a big inspiration and influence with me and, and my older brother as well, who's a, a trained glass blower and metal oh. welder. And wow. we used to be in the same hip hop group as well. So a lot <laughs> of inspiration. Oh my gosh, that is so interesting. I gotta say that. And um, Kevin, you're pretty much a, you're a DJ producer, born in uh, East Los Angeles and everything. And um, you also had some influence as well too. And, um, you know, being engineer and uh, all that stuff. And, um, you know, tell us how you first got started in the business. Yeah, I didn't even think I was going to be making music my career um, in high school or before that. Um, I thought I was going to get into political science and either get into education or something, something to do with politics. Um, and it just didn't pan out that way. I decided that I wanted to do music um, and I needed a foundation. So I went to Musicians Institute to learn uh, recording engineering. And um, that was great. I got a lot out of it. Um, once I started uh, recording different artists, trial and error, I started, you know, working my chops and um, I've been able to work with a lot of really cool artists. Um, the journey has been really uh, awesome. And 
now I'm venturing into writing. Uh, I think that's really where my heart is at right now. Uh, just creating, uh, telling stories. Um, and yeah, really excited. Hmm. It sounds exciting what you're doing as well, Kevin. And what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you in, into what you're doing for the rest of your career? Well, for music, it has to be when I discovered hip hop. Even though I didn't realize I was going to be doing music as a career, it, it was uh, really impactful once I started getting into the beats and the music, you know, from Notorious B.I.G., uh, Dr. Dre, uh, the West Coast artists that were coming out. I mean, there's just too many influences to name, but uh, just something about the music really captivated me. And uh, the aspects of storytelling that come with hip hop also influenced me as a writer. <clears throat> the use of wordplay, uh, double entendres, uh, descriptive, uh, you know, creative ways of, of explaining or telling the story. Uh, a lot of that is derived uh, from the spoken word in hip hop, and that's influenced me as a writer as well. That's really interesting how you guys all came together, Dr. Dre and Notorious B.I.G. and everything else. And um, where are some of your other uh, favorite singers, songwriters, musicians and uh, producers growing up? Um, there's a producer that influenced me heavily, uh, who passed away, uh, I believe in 2006 or seven, his name's uh, Jay Dilla from Detroit. Um, and his music played a big part in, in how I approach music production. So if I had to name one, um, influence in particular for music, it'd have to be him. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting as well, too. And you guys all coming together and writing about the new book. We'll talk about the book, Love Hurts. <coughs> but first, to listen to the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by SonicWeb Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SonicWeb Studios is the answer. <coughs> SonicWeb Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. <coughs> also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson Zia. Available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. <laughs> missing by Mia Molson C has garnered great reviews and Eva Lovin and George Pa Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, Eminems. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson Zia. Available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com and over 30 podcast platforms. Coming soon to hamiltonradio.net every Thursday night at 9. Check out the Mike Widener Show and more. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. With great gift ideas, go to amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to amazon.com slash dia. For great books like Missing, Once and Wrinkles, also merchandise and more, Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewidenershow.com, and you can buy me a coffee, which really tastes good right now. Buy me a coffee.com at the Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with um, two wonderful authors, and a uh, third uh, won't be with us today, but uh, we'll include them as well. 
Rodolfo uh, Tagle III. We've got um, two other authors, Kevin Flores and Aaron Mostow, on the Mike Widener Show, talking about the book Love Hurts. And um, tell us more about the book and um, what inspired you guys to uh, collaborate and write. It's like, this sounds like a really good book. Yeah, Love Hurts is the story of a struggling DJ. Uh, he discovers the love frequency. So it's like the movie Weird Science from the 80s meets The Hangover, set in the <laughs> world of electronic music. Uh, so if you're a fan of comedy, unapologetic humor and romance, then Love Hurts is for you. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Kevin? Yeah, it's a story of a true underdog. Um, the DJ, his name is Taj Das. Taj as in Taj Mahal and Das, D-A-S. And it's kind of, he's kind of a nerdy version of Sylvester Stallone in the movie Rocky. Mm -hmm. um, and he does everything he can to prove everybody wrong, including his, uh, his father and uh, the people that uh, don't support him uh, when he's you know, doing his shows, which uh, happens in one of the first uh, couple of chapters. He has a terrible debut performance, uh, but he doesn't give up, comes back and blows him away. Hmm. And what was it? What was that one moment that inspired you to write Love Hurts? Was it somebody that you knew along there or was it just brainstorming or was it just like, you know, a story that you guys got, you know, like in the papers, the Internet or anything like that? I think it's a it's a story that uh, that we can young adults can relate to coming of age, um, trying to find their place in in society and, and just growing up being accepted Um a lot of young adults are passionate about their dreams. And, and this particular main character, Taj, spelled T-A-J, um, he, he's passionate about DJing. And sometimes our parents or people around us might not understand or might not see the vision of us being successful with things that we're passionate about. And so I feel we wanted to write from a place um, that people could relate to, but also give it that fictional aspect of him discovering this frequency that all of a sudden starts attracting women to him, which is the love frequency and how his career takes off from there. Mm. Kevin, go ahead. You can say something too. And uh, guys, you want to jump in any time, feel free to do so. So it's an open forum, Kevin, go, go ahead and jump in on this one here. Yeah. Um, like Aaron said, it's uh, really relatable, even if you're not a fan of electronic music or DJing in particular. Um, the struggles and a lot of the underlying story uh, is something that a lot of people have gone through in one way or another, whether it's been uh, struggling to find love, um, you know, arguing with your parents about the decisions you want to make for yourself, um, struggles with friends and jealousy. Uh, ego spiraling out of control. These are all things that I think people have gone through in one form or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys talk about the love frequency as well too. Uh, do you have like a certain number of the frequency as well too, or is it just simply just love in general? Because I talk to some people about frequency. They go by like four thirty two, which has been the um, the common state, and sometimes it goes up to four forty and even to five G as well too. What number would you describe the uh, love frequency at? This particular frequency that Taj uh, discovers is 639 hertz. Now, this frequency is a real frequency that resonates at the same rate the heart chakra vibrates. So this is something that is actual uh, reality um, to a certain extent. And so we play off this component of 
639 hertz as the, the love frequency he discovers. And slowly after a couple romantic encounters, he realizes what he's discovered. Hmm. That's really interesting. And of course, uh, his love interest, uh, Janet, just happens to uh, come in the picture in a mesmerizing encounter. And of course, you know, things happen afterwards. It's like, you know, you know, we don't want to give away too much of it. It's almost like, you know, one thing after another. And of course, you know, like, like, and of course, it turns out that uh, sometimes you, um, you either come away with a girl or lose a girl. And uh, maybe just a little bit about uh, his love interest, Janet, and uh, how, it, how it came about. Yeah, uh, we, we thought about the fact that the love frequency attracts all the women. But our protagonist, Taj, he struggled to find any kind of interest from the opposite sex his whole life. So we were put in with the situation of figuring out how can we present a character that, you know, maybe likes him for who he is or is she influenced by the sound? And so they develop a, a connection throughout the story, even as Taj's career starts taking off. There's still constant communication. Um, and then we kind of find out at the end if uh, he actually finds true love. Mm. Would you say, would that be like love at first sight or more of a opposite attract or just one of those things that takes time? I think when he first sees Janet, he's DJing and he sees her in the crowd. Everyone is going crazy for his music at this time. His frequency is already, he's already putting it on top of his beats. He's playing them out, out at uh, clubs and he sees her. So I, I, I do feel it was um, something, something like a love at first sight mm. when he first sees Janet, yes. Okay. And, and what was the frequency uh, in the clubs? You talk about 635 uh, frequency for love. What was the frequency in the club? Well, it's it, the frequency 639 uh, with a nine. And he puts that frequency on top of his beats. And so no matter what beat he's playing, he has already embedded that frequency on top of his beats. So in the club, it's going crazy for him, debaucherous. And the speakers are playing his beats under underlaid with the 639 hertz frequency and in the audiobook uh we actually did some sound design and we gave our interpretation of what that frequency might actually sound like so if you download the audiobook you'll be able to get the full experience and there's actual uh, electronic music production layered throughout the story whenever taj is uh, doing a performance or in his studio Mm-hmm. And, and of course, I guess the big question is, uh, will Taj ever find a true and meaningful love or will he, in, in uh, Janet or will he, would he find it uh, in, in his career? I guess that's kind of a big question. Yeah, that's... I think that's that's kind of uh, where we lead up to. Um, I would I don't want to spoil the story, but uh, it's definitely an unexpected twist at the end that um, it's really heartwarming. And, um, you know, I think it's 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 worth uh reading and, and getting to the end mm -hmm. and Taj is Taj is like the 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 Luke Skywalker Skywalker character in a, in a sense where he has this power now and is he going to use it for the dark side of the light side he has this you know confrontation mentally on what he's going to do with this and and so as his career develops um you know the the listener or the reader is going to really truly understand what route he's going to take Okay. And what do you want the readers to uh, get out of the book? We want, first of all, because it's a romantic comedy, we want people to laugh. 
Um, <laughs> I think the world needs it right now. It's such a interesting time in the world. It's very intense and, you know, people, I wouldn't, I'm not gonna say everyone, but there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of just anxiety and we want for, we want people to take a step back and remember to laugh. I think laughing is so good for the soul. Um, we also want people to take away that, you know, there's joy in, in, in things that you are truly passionate about and never, never lose your youthful outlook on life and, and just make sure you, you put your heart into whatever you want to do in life. Okay. Yeah, there's a touching moment in the book uh, between Taj and his mother, who's like his biggest supporter. Um, and she just tells him, you know, no matter what happens in life, always do what you love. And I think that's the overarching theme of the book. And that what we want to communicate to the reader is, you know, never lose uh, that fire, the inspiration to uh, follow your, your dreams. Mm -hmm. Of course, you mentioned about being a comedy as well, too. Maybe just... Uh... Highlighter to some of the comedic moments, uh, you know, Tosh had where it was like falling over something or saying the wrong thing or anything like that. So, Kev, do you want to touch on that? Well, is, is this uh, podcast rated G or R? <laughs> it's your call. I'm just a narrator. So, <laughs> um, I mean, there's so many funny spots. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty raunchy. Um, <laughs> It actually, it actually makes me blush because Mike, you're actually the first uh, interviewer to actually ask us like, Hey, name a funny part in the book. So it, it actually makes me giggle just thinking of, of what to pull, but um, believe it or not, some of them are actually inspired for, for real life. Uh, here's opening, opening scene in the, in the book. So Taj is in the club, um, the local club where his famous or local celebrity DJ is his friend and, they're all hanging out in the VIP area. And, um, you know, he's like, his friend Skylar is like the ladies man. So he is, has the girls all next to him. And one of the girls is telling a story and Taj just kind of awkwardly like leans in and wants to hear what's going on. And uh, this girl is telling a story about how she met a guy. They had, they were having, uh, she was cooking spaghetti and all of a sudden uh, he came up from behind her and started eating her ass. <laughs> Not the spaghetti. Oh my god! Yeah, I yeah. Was who would have eating spaghetti? Who, who would have thought, right? And and uh, <laughs> and so um, the music cuts out real quick. And Taj's first uh, reaction is like, "Can I get your number?" And everyone's just looking at him like, "Really? Like that's what that's what you're gonna say?" And she's like, "Uh." <laughs> How about I just get yours? And he just, he just, you know, he's kind of like so naive and, and kind of oblivious that that was totally uncalled for. And, and um, yeah, so then, you know, the night's over. Everyone, you know, get, gets back to their cars, kind of leaving him behind. Like, and then he, he's uh, in the car with his friends and he's like, yo, there's like an after hour spot. Like, we should go there right now. And Taj is like, mm. No, I think I'm gonna wait for Nikki to call me. So he's <laughs> that, oh yeah, she's she's totally into me. Like I made the right move. So that's kind of just a little glimpse uh, of the kind of comedy that's in there. And when like, it comes to comedy, and then when it sorry, to, no, 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 sorry, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. When it comes to comedy, we're like we want to approach comedy like Mike Tyson throwing a punch. We're inspired by old school comedic acts like Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Um, George Carlin, and it's 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 rather you know it leaves you in a state where you're like wow this is offensive, 
but you know we we pull from from that old school style of comedy where it's no holds barred hmm that's interesting i thought she would give him like a will smith slap or something that's what she would done and you want my what whack <laughs> oh my gosh i think i'm ready to go watch some comedy and um you know you know i, yeah. I think we're on a subject of the comedy who are some of your favorite comedians growing up you know i didn't think about that for some reason <laughs> I mean, yeah, as I mentioned, Eddie Murphy, definitely um, Richard Pryor, George Carlin is definitely one of my favorites because he approached it, uh, you know, with so much reality behind his his jokes and, and it's stuff that it's not always fantasy. It's, it's, it's things that are actually happening in the world politically and, and culturally. So I loved him. Um, modern Carlin, day- He was a real, he was a real wordsmith, definitely. Yes. Go ahead, Kev too. Let's, what about you? Uh, comedy, like if I'm not listening to, you know, politics or learning about finance, comedy is my go-to. Um, so I love comedians from today. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, he has a great uh, podcast called uh, Kill Tony. That's a, it's a live podcast that they broadcast like two weeks later. Um, it's incredible. Uh, a comedian from LA, uh, Felipe Esparza is awesome yeah. Aaron and, they, and I Aaron and I has have gone to his like so many of his shows um he's a really really funny guy um and then some of the greats uh you know like Richard Pryor Carlin you know um even you know Dave Chappelle he's been you know he's he's a legend he, he started in the 90s definitely. So, so he's definitely not and like, Chris Rock you guys <laughs> I think we all know who Chris Rock is by now if you didn't know uh, but he if was you don't know who Chris Rock is, we'll slap you. <laughs> yeah, then you're living under a rock for sure. Uh, <laughs> Will you? <laughs> yeah, and then also just to cap it off, just because they're they just influenced me comedically. Uh, um, Louis C.K. Uh, I love his comedy, his dark humor, um, and and I like uh, Aziz Ansari too. Uh, actually, he was the inspiration for the character Tosh. Um, He's obviously too old to play him now, but uh, when we were first crafting the idea of Taj, we kind of were thinking of the mannerisms and the way things uh, Aziz would say from listening to his comedy routines. Okay, that sounds very amazing. Where can we find Love Hurts at? Kev, do you want to take that one? Yeah, um, it's it's on paperback, ebook, and audiobook. So Audible, Kindle, Amazon. Um, any of your favorite platforms to download audio, um, it'll be there. Um, and yeah, please visit uh, lovehurtsbook.com uh, to stay up to date with, uh, you know, any announcements or future projects. We will yeah, certainly you get to, yeah, you can get to us, get to learn more about the story there. Um, learn about our bios, our backgrounds at lovehurtsbook.com, as well as on Instagram, follow our antics and all the awesome stuff that, that's happening constantly daily with, people and community supporting the book at love hurts book we will certainly check that out and what's coming up for the authors of love hurts we'll find out just one minute you listen to the mike widener show at the mike widener show.com powered by sonic web studios visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs also brought to you by our official sponsor the mike widener show international warring author mia molson's you have missing available on amazon and paperback and ebook and we'll be back with the authors of uh, love hurts um aaron mostel and kevin flores after this time, we're back with Aaron Mostel and Kevin Flores, the authors of Love Hurts here on the Mike Widener Show. And um, guys, uh, he's been 
very learned a lot from you guys and just very inspiring how you guys all came together love hurts and more what else can we expect from you guys in 2022 and beyond well firstly we're just so stoked and very appreciative of being in the present moment you know a lot of times everyone's like okay what's the next thing we just released a book and what are you going to do next but we just want to take some time to say thank you and 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 pat ourselves on the back an accomplishment that took um, over 10 years to put out uh, the script in the book. The book is the first to release and come mid-May, we're actually, finally we have good representation to take the movie script for Love Hurts and walk it into all the streaming platforms. And so we're uh, gonna be pitching the movie script. And then in regards to the future, we're, we're looking at the metaverse, we're looking at the, the future of, of these characters coming to life um, off the paper and whether that be animation or whether that be augmented reality, the, the, future, is, the future is now, and um, we're excited about it. And we're certainly looking forward to it as well, guys. And who do you consider biggest influences in your careers? Biggest influence? Um, well, for sure, it's be my parents. Uh, they immigrated from Ecuador in the 80s, and they made a lot of sacrifices uh, for me to have the luxury to dream, believe it or not. Uh, there's a lot of people in other countries that live day to day and to dream about making music or writing a book, it's just not in the cards. So I have to recognize them first and foremost uh, for their sacrifices and for allowing me to uh, to be where I'm at now. I love it, yeah, that's amazing. Say, Aaron? I would say the biggest influences would be my grandfather, my, my mom's dad who, who fought um, on behalf of the US Army. He's from the Philippines. And he, um, he did whatever it, he could, he could do whatever it took to get my mom and all of her brothers and sisters here to the, to the US. And um, if it wasn't for his drive and fight and him being a hero, we wouldn't be here. And then also my, my dad's mother uh, Mira Pelzig, who instilled art and creativity in me. And um, those are my two biggest influences. But my whole family's been such an influence, and as well as my close friends. So besides other idols and people, all of these celebrities that you look up to, it, for me, it's it's always been close to home. And those are the people who've been with me along this journey, motivating me. And those are my biggest influences. That's certainly amazing. You have a really good background there as well, too. And what's the best advice you guys can give to anybody at this point? Um, do what you love. Um, if you do what you enjoy, uh, you're never really actually working. Um, and don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Um, those are the best uh, parting words I can give. Okay. And Aaron? Best words of advice for my listeners, for everyone here is appreciate the now. Um, just wake up grateful every day. Take advantage of the time we have because time moves quick. So if you want to do something, don't procrastinate. Get it done. Um, it's okay to fail because all entrepreneurs out there, you have to fail in order to succeed. And just keep pushing forward. Don't, don't get knocked down and, and give up. You, you have to, if you want something in life, you have to be determined, you have to be resilient and um, just, just have fun with whatever you're doing. If you're in a job that you don't enjoy, quit, 
because we're put on this earth to enjoy what we do and and make the best of it. Mm -hmm. Very good advice. That was very amazing, guys. Once again, we're with the authors of Love Hurts, Aaron Mostow and Kevin Flores here on the Mike Wagner Show. Guys, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you back. And once again, tell us about your upcoming projects. What's your website? How do people contact or can people purchase or check out Love Hurts and more? Yeah, so we'll probably be working on uh, either the follow-up to Love Hurts or a spinoff um of some characters in the book that you know have a nice little um moment with Taj and they really stand out so we might do a story about them um and just exploring ways to uh expand the love hurts universe okay and Aaron check out our website lovehurtsbook.com um from there you'll be able to click directly onto Amazon Audible Kindle, you know, the great thing about this book is it exists in different formats. So if you're tangible, you want something, you want something physical and, and tactile, you can read the physical paperback book. If you want, if you're on the go and you need to, to be able to absorb it more with your ears and you listen to it with our audiobook experience. And if you, you like to be on your computer, you can um, uh, read it with our Love Hurts ebook. Um, so those are, those are uh, the, the formats that that I would recommend um, our website. I, I mentioned, um, and that's that's about it. And our social media, uh, everything yeah. is a uh, Love Hurts book. Um, all the handles, um, YouTube, um, SoundCloud. Please uh, check out the SoundCloud. We put out uh, a soundtrack, six songs that are featured on the audiobook. Um, so free download. Check that out. Yep. Get the get the good music. Okay. We will shout out to all the producers. Shout out to all the producers who showed us love and, and gave us contributed their music to the audiobook. Yeah, Epic, Epicer, Frank Royal, Mansion, um, Tony Kim, uh, Noah Loman, um, yeah, Outer Point. Uh, just we really, really appreciate uh, the Amo. contributions. Yeah. Okay. Certainly amazing as well, too. And guys, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'll have a back. We wish you all best. And guys, you've got a great future ahead of you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And if it wasn't for, for individuals like you who are giving this amazing opportunity and creating this platform for creatives to share, we're, you know, our, our story is not told. So big up to the Mike Wagner Show. Boop, boop.